Inauguration day. Happy inauguration day. I don't think I've ever said that before. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's an exciting time. It is. Right? It absolutely is. I'm super excited. Oh my goodness. So you guys, welcome to Better Than Ever Live. And what better mm -hmm. day to be live than on inauguration day where we get to embrace our new, get to embrace our fresh wind. And we have um, an amazing show for you today. Um, and we have some amazing guests today. So we're just going to get right on into it, okay? The purpose of this show and our second, well, our third season, right? Mm -hmm. our third season of Better Than oh, Ever. Yeah. Um, the purpose of this series is to highlight some amazing and great black men in the community. And we're going to be discussing how they are developed and their purposes and their why. And we wanted to not only acknowledge them, but we also wanted to celebrate them and figure out how they got to there better than ever. I'm super excited. Hey, Sherry girl. Hey, boo. I'm super excited. You got your little pearls and everything. Are you, I mean, you like super, super excited. I am. I'm super, super excited. And just because we're live, I'm going to go ahead and let everybody know, just like Madam Vice President did not ski, we all will hold my composure. But you I am definitely, you know, because there's nobody that's a call on I think the people either. want you to do it. Though. No, I'm not going to do that for the day. But for all of my sororities and all of the beautiful, beautiful women of Alpha Gap Alpha Sorority, we are very excited. Um, <laughs> so, and all of my divine nine sisters, I certainly want to salute you as well. We leave no man or woman behind, which is why we are doing this show today. Um, so in honor of today's inauguration, I just wanted to read a few lines from Amanda Gorman's poem, The Hill We Climb. Normally we go ahead and do something from our book, but I felt like it was probably, um, for those who heard her speak, it was phenomenal, the poem that she read. Um, and for those who did not, I highly encourage going back and listening. So the hill we climb, when day comes, we ask ourselves, where can we find light in this never ending shade? The loss we carry, a sea we must wade. We've braved the belly of the beast. We've learned that quiet isn't always peace and the norms and notions of what just is. The new dawn blooms as we free it, for there is always light. If only we're brave enough to see it, if only we're brave enough to be it. Our first guest, Brandon Pope, is a father of three boys. It's a big, that's a big feat all in itself. Um, he's a podcaster with over 100 episodes in just five months. Over 20 years of sales experience, he is a Bible college dropout. So we'll find out a little bit more about that journey. Um, and he also has some, some big plans this year, which we definitely want to hear about starting a trucking company, as well as writing and publishing his own book. So please help me welcome Brandon Pope. Hey, B. I'm going to go ahead and say, even after, how long have we been in co We're coming up on our one-year anniversary. Technology still isn't <laughs> Listen, you got to push through it. And, you know, that's another thing, too. It's not always working like it should. But guess what? We have it. And we are afforded this amazing opportunity to do it. Because, I mean, I really miss you. I would love to be next to you doing this amazing show on today. And hear you doing all your little ski-wees and stuff. I ain't even, even a part of the AKA. Listen, 
girls with pearls is a thing ladies of dignity and distinction we all can wear our pearls absolutely all together brandon are you we do have you back now with us so from our agr family thank you so much for tuning in yeah so Shay, how did you feel about the inauguration today let's just get into it let's just talk about it i'm gonna tell you i really wish i had been off today <laughs> That would have made it even great. It was very hard to multitask and pretend that I was working as hard as I was supposed to be while mm -hmm. having my tablet um, watching everything. I was I was a little disappointed, I'll be honest, because, of course, prior to COVID, we would have all been there. It was amazing. Just the atmosphere. I remember being there when um, President Obama came into office and the atmosphere and the camaraderie and the sense of like unity and love was so thick and so strong. And I wish that we had gotten a chance to to be a part of that today. But. You know, I think they did a great job, all things considered, and under safety precautions. Yeah, so for me, I was sitting at work today, and I was like, listen, I'm about to put this thing on real quick because I don't want to miss it. And I wanted to be there as well um, to witness our first lady vice president and to see Michelle Obama. Because, listen, for me, it was a whole girl thing. You know, yeah. for me, it was a whole black woman <clears throat> thing. For me, it just really, really put some fire underneath me without excuses like Larissa, you know, you got to push through some things. You're going to have to go a little harder this season. Yep. Um, and even getting to that point came home and was faced with some fire. But guess what? You can go through the fire and not smell like smoke, right? So uh. that's what I'm planning on doing. Hey, Cheryl. Cheryl said she was at work, but it was everything. It was everything. I caught um, J-Lo. I caught it when J-Lo was singing and then I caught the um the poem being read and i was just proud i was I proud was proud i was you know lightened you know there's been a, a bunch of and that's that's been there. missing for so long i didn't realize how heavy it was until today i i will not say i did and i felt proud i have not been able to say i am a proud american for some time and and yes yes i own that birthright i am an american but i wasn't i wasn't proud with the last Four years and for today i was extremely proud and my kids got to scream around the house they were like yes you know it's they felt the difference they felt lighter my baby said mommy i can sleep tonight because biden's in office that's you, amazing that's what hope feels like that's what hope gives you right that's mm -hmm. what it gives you it gives you that push it gives you that fire it gives you that zeal it gives you restoration back it allows you to breathe yes you know what i'm saying god knows we want to breathe yeah, and can I encourage you guys, our listeners, our viewers, we cannot always be conditioned, you know, just because things go not so great, you know, we're like, oh, I feel heavy or, you know, not heavy to the point where things are not going to happen because things will happen, right? But I mean, to the point and the detriment that we're always waiting for something to bring us joy when we are the joy givers, you know, we talk about Absolutely. that and part of our book, Sherry, Better Than Ever. And a lot of people don't know our transition personally through those highs and those lows of getting to the place of better than ever. We always say that it is not a destination. It is a journey because you're going to go through things, highs and lows. You're going to go through valleys. You're going to go through mountains. And so getting to your better than ever simply means for me that I'm going to conquer through some things regardless regardless and i don't want to go biblical but i have to because it's my foundation there's a scripture yeah. that says that paul found himself content i've been in the high place and i've been in the low place and i'm straight that's basically what in all says. things absolutely. in all things 
I'm straight. And not because things are going okay all the time, but because that's something that I choose to do. I choose to be okay. And I'm just grateful for the opportunity just to see this day come. Of course, I thought about my grandmother. Of course, I thought about my daughter. I thought about you guys. I thought about what it meant for everyone. Yeah. Everyone. Change does not always come easy, but it doesn't have to be a burden bearer. You know what I'm saying? Some of us shy away from change, but we're asking for change at the same time. Ain't that something Absolutely. crazy? And nothing great comes without change. It doesn't come without change. It doesn't come without struggle. I've, there's nothing, nothing in nature, nothing in our lives happen without it. I mean, if you, even if you think about the birthing process for something beautiful to happen, there has to be some resistance. There has to be some pain. There has to be some struggle. And you do appreciate it a whole lot more. But there's literally nothing that I'm aware of. You guys are listening to and tell me if I'm wrong, but I've not known of anything that is beautiful or the changes that really are created, whether in nature or externally that happen without some level of resistance. It just doesn't, it doesn't happen that way. And it just, it really makes you proud. Which and I want to hear from our viewers, like, how do your children feel? How do you feel about, you know, your children? How are they taking things? You know, do they feel a little lighter? I know you mentioned your boy was running around the house. They was All day. jumping for joy. You know, what does this mean for them? Can I tell you something that's so silly? But um, I love the I, I love the hearing uh, the second. What is it? What is it? Not the first lady, the second gentleman that I need somebody. I know we have a lot of people who are making T-shirts all the time. Can somebody make me one? I want to get I want to give out some second gentleman shirts. Can I, I want to be the first lady of my house and have a second gentleman? Because that's a term that we've never had to use before. And to, to be able to see, you know, we generally see women in these political offices that get to support their husbands and, you know, they play the role. Michelle was phenomenal. She did not take a second seat. She was right beside her husband. Mm -hmm. But this is a completely different dynamic to see right. a second gentleman. He's like, you know, the wingman of his wife, which is amazing. And he does it with such grace, I will add. But it was it was really interesting to see that dynamic. And it felt natural. As, as unique as it was, it felt really natural to see him standing beside her. She looked like she belonged there, and she does. Pope, are you back with us? It's a delay, but if you can hear me, I can answer your questions <laughs> in a delayed fashion, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we good. If you good, we good. <laughs> no, that's, that's one thing about, you know, I've done so many shows and I've had technical difficulties. I've even lost like two shows. And you know, that was one of the reasons that I changed the format because you know, when you're interviewing people and you're asking questions, those moments you capture, right? Yeah. And these interviews, these interviews, in my opinion, will go down in history. That's how passionate I am about what I do. Mm -hmm. I feel like when we look back 20 years from now, because this all started for me during a pandemic, like my grandkids will be able to go back and say, wow, he interviewed that millionaire. He interviewed that millionaire. And so what I feel like I'm doing is legacy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. So introduce the title to your podcast. And just tell us a little bit about that, that legacy that you're producing. So, you know, the show is called The Winners, right? And so mm -hmm. it all was birthed 
from an idea of wanting to support black businesses and my limitations, right? Because at the time I started, I wasn't financially able to support the black businesses that I was following on Instagram. And so I had an idea. I said, well, if I can't support them monetarily, I'll create a platform where they come on and highlight what they're doing. And then, you know, other people may buy the products. So, you know, that was one of the main highlights for me as it started to develop is that people would say, hey, I purchased this product or I purchased this book, I purchased this shirt because I seen it on your show. Mm -hmm. I think that's pretty dope. That you did that, um, not not necessarily being able to support them financially, but giving them a voice where yeah. others can support them. I think that's pretty amazing. And I think that's, I mean, that's what we want is that community. That's really how we build and how we grow is to be able to build the community and say, what I have, you have access to. And I think that's so yeah. important. Yeah. You and, and you know what? I noticed one thing I've noticed as well, and one thing I inspired to do is to have people tell their stories, right? Because a lot of times we see the moves that people are making, but don't understand the mindset on how they mm -hmm. got to where they are. So, you know, that's what I try to extract in these interviews is so if somebody is watching, they can be inspired to either get started, keep going, so they won't quit. Right. And part of that, so I, I do want to ask you to tell us a little bit more about your story. You mentioned um, that you are a Bible college dropout, but it was part of the journey. Why in your bio did you feel that was a significant part of your journey to tell us? Or what, what did you gain from that being a part of your, your story? So, you know, that that whole journey is about being authentic to your true mm -hmm. self and where you are in life. You know, mm -hmm. when I was around 16 or 17, I know that I call for ministry, right? And so being born in Baltimore, as soon as I graduated from high school, I moved to Oklahoma to go to a Bible college there. Wow. And, and you know, on the journey, I realized that at point in time, I wasn't ready to make that full commitment that it takes that higher calling, right? So it didn't mean that the calling wasn't there. It means that I looked in the mirror at that time and said, I'm not ready or I'm not ready to submit myself to the high degree that I know it takes, right? Because I didn't want to be the pastor that's in the news because I fell victims to the 10 women, 10 pretty women in church. So I had to realize that I was in my journey, my journey and say, you know what? I'm just not ready for commitment right now because you would be leading a lot of other people down the wrong path because they're following your destruction. Mm. Wow. 
Yeah, that's that's dope right there because that's that shows a level of maturity. Not only does it show maturity, but it shows your authentic self and your care for not just yourself, but for others. You know, that you're not selfish and, you know, just allowing yourself to to lead other people to the road of destruction. You've given so much exposure and connected with so many people on the winner's circle. What does that do for you personally? And how does that serve your purpose and the impact that you want to achieve? Well, you know, and like you said, that's a great question because me having the desire and the calling to go in ministry, that pastoral anointing I feel that I have in my heart, that's what I try to do on my show. I try to build a community and I try to develop people daily, weekly, sometimes by the hour to help them grow and to help them develop. So it's really become therapeutic for me, and I feel like God is really developing me in a way to say, hey, I'm going to get you one way or the other, mm. but you're going to be developed journey. So when you, are ready, when you are ready to submit, I am developing you in the wilderness. Wow. That's amazing. Don't be a Jonah. I'm glad you are at least. It's coming, right? Don't run from it. Don't run from it, but grow with it. So that, I mean, that's amazing. <laughs> so today we got, Larissa and I, I had a moment to kind of talk about the momentous occasion that this inauguration has played today um, and how we felt about it. You are a father of three boys. Um, tell us what this meant for you today to see um, some of the change coming into it or what, what did you take from today's historic moment? You know, the biggest thing for me that I took away is that you really have to control your outcome. And what I mean by that is that anything is possible, right? Like the mm -hmm. vice president, that's a huge moment, right? No matter whether you're Democrat, you're Republican, you're independent, it's about because if you look at it, women are right now, you ladies are running the show, right? Entrepreneurs, businesses. And so it really just speaks to us evolving as people and where we need to go. And so it was great to see, you know, the lady that was doing the poem um, and just embrace those moments and just say, hey, let's get the parties out for a moment and let's embrace unity, right? Because that's right. what it was about for me. It was more about unity mm -hmm. and just embracing your future. Yeah. Um, so what impact does your role as a father play and why you're so driven? Wow. You know, because I know that they're watching me daily, right? Mm -hmm. And so they're watching me in the wins and they're watching me in the losses. And a lot of time in life, you take more losses than you win. And yeah. it's about how you deal with the losses. 
and the ups and downs. And so I know that one day they'll have to lead their family through whatever path, through whatever adversity. You know, they may experience a pandemic when you get my age. Mm-hmm. And so they'll look back and they'll say, how did my dad do with it? What did he do in these times? And so, you know, that's one of the reasons I'm driven is because I know I have three sets of eyes watching me daily. And I know that the potential is unlimited and I don't want to disappoint them at all. Yeah. That's important. How do you continue to cultivate and encourage that? I know um, I often talk with everybody uh, because I also have three boys. And of course, my conversation and my perspective is different as a female. Um, I will never have the exact understanding of what it means to be a black man in this um, society and all of the um, heartache sometimes that it causes just walking out and being a black man. So how do you continue to encourage them and cultivate that desire for them to keep pushing on when they see what you're doing and how driven you are. What are those conversations like? Well, you know, all three of them have different personality types. So in being a leader, you have to understand that you're getting the same message. How you deliver it to each one is different. you know, my, my youngest son, he's only three now. He'll be four in April. Um, but his temperament is just very, I mean, he's a, he's a fire, right? And so even in his young age, my whole approach is to make sure that I'm coming across, coming across calm, because I know that as he gets older, especially in this society, that you have a quick temper that things can happen a lot quicker. So one of my ways of developing him is just to think through your decisions. It's gonna be okay and see the end from the beginning. It's really about relating to each personality type. And that's one of the biggest things in leadership that we have to look at is what is the person's temperament and what we find to, or where are we trying to lead them to? Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. it's so great, um, just that you're present. I always, mm-hmm. as we talk about this, and it's, you know, as a parent, you can pray, and, and that is really the, the best source you can give them is, is God um, and that foundation. But I tell people all the time, I make this stuff up. Like, I pray about it, and I do the best I can with what I have and what I think is best. Um, I just, I do my best. But what you can never shy away from is being present and more than anything that's what kids really need you to be present and be there and sit with it whether it's good bad, or otherwise being transparent right because mm-hmm. yeah it's not about it's not about coming across perfect Absolutely. it's about coming across that we're always learning it's a lot of times that i have to apologize but maybe I raised my voice too much. Um, you know, I was a little impatient. And so right. I'll point things to say, hey, I could have did a better job. I apologize. This is what I'm going to do different. It's about just really being transparent and not trying to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's important as well. Um, and that goes along with communication as well. I have a daughter um, and she's eight. And 
right now we're at a a pivotal moment in her life um with you know the growing of her you know in her stage of living and stuff like that so i think it's very important that we communicate and as you mentioned transparency because they need to see um, how we go through things. They need to see how we handle things and just showing them or even giving them a reason to why. I know growing up for me, I didn't always have an opportunity to have the floor, you know? Uh -huh. And so there were a lot of things pressed upon me. Um, like I don't have a voice or, you know, I don't have a voice when certain people are around or things of that sort, but I'm teaching her and also growing through the parental pains as well, okay? Because sometimes, listen here, okay? They're a little off. So, um, <laughs> but, but um, so just giving someone a voice. And that's what you do um, on the Winner Circle, your podcast. I think it's amazing. Um, and you deal with people from all different walks of life. Um, there is a quote on your social media page that reads, Every day isn't a perfect day, but every day has purpose. Can you share with our audience what that quote means to you? Mm. Well, wow. Every day is definitely not perfect, right? Because a lot of times our moods may change the weather. And so a lot of times what helps me refocus is like you said, why am I doing what I'm doing, right? Mm -hmm. Because during these over 100 episodes, I've had ups and downs from technical difficulties. I've had people, um, you know, not show up when they said would show up. Mm -hmm. um, and so you just really have to say, okay, it didn't go the way that I wanted to go. But the way I'm going to reach this is to remember why I'm doing what I'm doing. So, you know, that's really about reminding yourself of the purpose. Like, I was thinking the other day, I said, wow, I really have a tendency that I really be super petty. But the way <laughs> I become super petty is my purpose, right? Mm. And so, um, you know, I, I have to remember, I'm not going to do that or respond that way because that will take for my true purpose, right? And so you said one of the things that I tell my old son is that tempers can flare in a moment and you could lose your freedom in five minutes. And yeah. so think about if this decision is worth the next 25 years of my life. Wow. The purpose comes in. Just remembering, I can't do that because I have a purpose. Mm. Absolutely. So what tips would you give? I know you. one of the things you mentioned is you kind of got started because this is what you had access to when you wanted to be able to give other people access um, just to kind of continue to build the community. What tips would you give for somebody who may want to start a podcast and feel like I don't have it, the time is not right, I don't. You know, I don't have all of the, the things in the checkbox that I need in order to be successful as a podcaster. Well, the first thing I would tell them is that nothing will ever be perfect. There will never be the right time, right? right. When I started the podcast, I only had a cell phone. 
And so I had a cell phone, but I had a vision. Mm. Just start with just start what you have, right? Because as the Bible talks about your gift make room for you. Make room for you. Absolutely. And so and so if you're gifted, it doesn't matter about the limitations you may have technology-wise. People see a gift on you and mm-hmm. see an anointing on you, they're going to be going to that. You could have all the flashy lights, you could have all the flashy cameras, but if it's just not in you, it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. So just take your gift and start where you are. Because the thing about it is, you see time in developing your gift, the longer you think, the longer you think. So just start and fail forward. Fail forward. That is awesome. So what's next? What's next for you? You mentioned um, lots of other entrepreneurial ventures. So what's next for you both? Um, so, you know, the... Uh, uh, the next step is getting back into uh, real estate investing. Um, I did some real estate investing probably about eight to nine years ago. Um, so, you know, I've reached out to a mentor that I really want to work with in real estate. Um, because as you know, as we've seen last year, 2020, it's important that you have multiple streams of income. That's and it's yeah. important that you become, you know, and so real estate is next. Um, you know, I have a few books that I'm working on. I have one book documenting the journey of where I was mentally when I started, right? Because nice. when I started the show mentally, and I was sharing it because doing the show has been so therapeutic for me, right? Oh, when sorry. I started the show, I was absolutely overweight. I was drinking a fifth of vodka a day. Wow. A day. Not every other day. And so that's why I know God dropped this idea in my spirit. And that's why I, I push it so hard because for me, it's God given. And so at that point, you know, no more alcohol for me. I've lost weight. Um, a lot of relationships have been stored, even though we may not be in a path together, we can at least come together and try to work together uh, for the sake of our three boys. That's what's up. So um, you said something really key to me, um, being a Jesus girl myself but also understanding that ministry happens outside of the four walls as well as on the inside of the four walls. When when God gives you a vision, you said a couple of things. You said you just have to start where you are. Start mm-hmm. where you are and then allow things to come into play. Do your work, of course, you know, because you're looking amazing. You're doing phenomenal work in the community. I, I think this is community building at its finest. I've seen you don't just interview people from Baltimore, you interview them across the states. And I think that's an amazing thing. Um, even some of your your guests come that's on, they've been come on international. Come on with it. So you know and I had a uh, 
I have young. So just to just to give you a update, I've interviewed uh, entrepreneurs in about thirteen states, and I've interviewed uh, one guy two weeks ago in the UK. Wow. Listen, so worldwide, worldwide change is happening, and we want to honor you. We want to say thank you for stepping out. Thank you for even giving us a voice on your platform and continue to do great things. We are definitely watching. We're definitely um, celebrating you. And thank you so much for being part of King Chronicles right here on Better Than Ever. Hey, I appreciate you so much. And I apologize that I'm having technical difficulties, but I hope okay. I got the, the message wrong. You got the it message was received. across. Absolutely. So let's before you before you leave out, how can the people find you? Uh, so you can find me on Instagram at Pope the Blueprint. That's P O P E T H E Blueprint. Pope the Blueprint um, on Instagram, and so that's the uh, that's the main place you can find me. The link link to my YouTube channel. Uh, in a bio, and so you know, just tune. Um, you know, I also tune in for the health show that we every Sunday night. Um, she's a uh, epidemiologist. Uh, she mm -hmm. actually lives in California, and oh. we linked up together, and we do we do a special health show every Sunday night at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, um, and and you can find her on Brilliant Body. That's one brilliant body. And when you go on my page, you'll see because we post health clips every day. And it's been very important because she's been navigating us through this whole COVID, COVID pandemic. Awesome. Do you have a story of overcoming obstacles or making an impact in your community? We, we love to have you on the show. You can always find us on Facebook and Instagram at SNL Better Than Ever.